Hey friends, welcome to the Life with Chris and Tatum podcast, where each week we'll talk about practical and relevant topics to help you live a life of freedom and purpose. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, please visit lifefellowship.tv. And now let's tune in with Chris and Tatum. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening today to Life with Chris and Tatum. Hey, if you're new with us, we release a podcast every single Wednesday. We want to invite you. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button wherever you are consuming the content. And if you haven't yet, we would love for you to write a review or rate us. It means a lot to us, and it's actually really helpful to keep our podcast more visible. It sure is. And a big welcome. I know that we've got folks now in Hawaii that are listening. Yes, we heard this week Pretty from you cool. in Hawaii. So welcome. And we wanted to just remind you and say thanks for those of you that are sharing this on social media, or if you haven't yet, go ahead and share about our podcast because you guys are inviting your friends, your family um, to be a part of the Life Fellowship community. And the we growing love, Life Fellowship say community. That. We love to see it growing and the people that we're reaching around the country. It's so cool. Okay. So today we've got some really good ground to cover. Before we do, Tatum, what are you drinking there? What is that? Christopher, huh? I'm having sparkling water. What, what? I'm drinking mint mojito flavored sparkling water. Ah, and I have a little chai tea right Chris, here. Chris, actually, you have Earl Grey. Earl Grey tea. He's not a normal tea drinker, and I just noticed you have Earl Grey, which is my favorite. And so I put a little Truvia in here and some cream, and mm-hmm. it's delicioso. It's good. Okay. Today, we want to talk about uh, seven personal beliefs that the devil doesn't want you to have. And I think this is a really important topic today because what you believe is determining your actions and where you're going in Mm -hmm. life. In fact, I think that one of the most important things you can establish in your life right now is what you believe. And it just seems like our beliefs are being challenged at every step of the way. And I think it's going to happen more and more as as believers in the days to come. And so I want to give you seven beliefs that the devil is going to try oh so hard to keep you from having. And I'm just going to ask you to make these seven uh, some core convictions in your life. Uh, and, and if you'll do that, what you're going to discover is that it will separate you from the rest of the pack. Yeah, And that's what we really want. We want these podcasts to be opportunities that you can download God's truth into your heart that will separate you, cause you to become distinguished because the enemy wants you to blend in, look like everybody else, act like everybody else, just go along with the world, Mm -hmm. don't do anything different. And that's not who God has called us to be. It's not. And we will not be that kind of a person. We will stand out for the cause of Christ. All right, Tatum, tell everybody the first. The first one is that... I believe I'm God's child and he is my father. That's this is massively important. In fact, this is foundational. If you don't get this one, it builds on you you, you can't build the rest of the house. Yeah, this is the foundation. So 1 John 3 1 says, see what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. I like that word lavished. He's lavished love on us because he looks at you and he sees you 
as his child. And when you realize that you're God's child, uh, you walk totally different. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's confidence that comes in knowing like whose family you're a part of, who your father is, and really your identity being established in that, which is why I think identity is such a becoming like a um, cultural dilemma almost generationally for this being one of those target areas that the enemy is after you knowing who you are and whose you are. So knowing that we are a child of God, he's our father. And that's, I think, another reason why the enemy is coming against fathers and dads and men so much. We are living in a fatherless generation that doesn't know how to relate to their own natural fathers. Yeah. And so then that warps your... In turn, they don't know how to be fathers, you know what I mean? Until you understand who our Heavenly Father, what it means to be a part of His family and His child, and what He says about you. So when when you realize it, you do. You walk differently. And the devil doesn't want you to realize that you are God's child. So for instance, uh, this Christmas... My family, we're going to go home to Memphis. That's where my dad and my mom live. Dad's a pastor there. And uh, when we get there, I know the code on their garage door opener. I could say it right now, but I'm going to get home and I'm going to type that little code in. The garage door is going to fly up. Yeah. I'm going to walk in the in the uh, in through the garage without any worry. Yeah. I mean, I'm not nobody's gonna call the police on me. There's not gonna be a gun in my face. <laughs> You're not gonna knock. I'm just You're gonna home, walk yeah. on in. And if mom and dad happen to be asleep, we're gonna put our stuff away and I'm gonna open up the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go to the pantry. And dad always has we a know box where you of keep Cheerios the in there. Yeah. <laughs> but I I don't I don't have I don't have any apprehension. Why? Because I am his son. Yeah, that's good. And I can go where I I want to go. I I can drink out of the milk container if if I want. You mm. know, it's just not that I would ever do that. Gross. But <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that no. at all. But I'm just saying that you guys get the idea, the point. I'm only able to do that because I am his son. Uh, so think about it. What if you, the person that's listening right now, were to step into my dad's kitchen and he would walk in <laughs> and you were drinking out of the milk jug, there'd be some problems. some problems. There'd be a lot, yeah. of, a lot of problems. But because he's a good father and he's your father, we can talk, you can, you're allowed to do what you want to do in your father's house, sleep in his bed, eat his food, walk in without knocking. Yeah, your home, your home. And a good family. father is going to love his kids unconditionally. He's going to provide for them. He's going to protect them. He's going to give guidance and correction. And you just need to know that you are God's child. It's the first thing, the belief that the devil doesn't want you to know. Here's the second one. Tatum, why don't you give it? The second one is, I believe that the Holy Spirit leads me in all my decisions. Oh, thank the Lord for the Holy Spirit. Oh, he is wonderful, and He does lead you. Hey, I want to read Romans 8, 14. It says this, For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. So the Holy Spirit is the one that actually wants to lead and direct your life. And in fact, I think this would sh- it would probably blow you away and shock you if you were to actually see how often throughout the day the Holy Spirit is actually wanting to use you. Yeah. 
or even how often he's speaking, you know, and we think that that uh, thought that we had about a person and that wonder, I wonder how they're doing or what's going on since this situation happened or whatnot. Many, many, many times those things are prompted by the Holy Spirit because he wants to use us to be the hands and the feet to be the care and the reach towards someone in need. And so he drops that person on your heart or in your mind for a reason. And and sometimes we just dismiss it and think it was a thought. And, and oftentimes the Lord is doing that purposely so through like the Holy Spirit. When, when we gave in the legacy offering, that's not just something that we figured out in our own mind. We said, oh, Holy Spirit, what would you have us to do to be a part of what you're doing here at the church, you know, when you think about somebody and the Lord puts their name in your heart, if, if you have a, an encouraging thought or somebody's on, on your heart, uh, don't just dismiss that. See, too often times we look for, it's got to be like yeah. explosive Like and flashing super lights, and, it's a neon sign. Oh my goodness, and, and an angel comes down I'm like, <laughs> But the, a lot of times it's we miss subtle. the supernatural because it's so natural. It's true. So let me give you an example of this, or did you have one? No, I wanted to just make one statement, then I want to hear your example, because okay. I don't have one, and I don't know what you're going to say. This is not even an example. It's a story that just happened to me a couple days ago. Okay, let me just tell you this quick statement. Okay. Have you heard this before? It says that, um, you know, that God is in the quiet. You know, we know the story in the Bible about the thunder and the lightning and the fire and the noise. No, God was in the gentle and the quiet. Mm-hmm. And the, the quote, I'm going to mess it up here, but you'll get the gist of it, is that God often whispers because he's close. Think about that. He is. He's so close that he just gently whispers. I've preached that here before. I missed that somehow, honey. honey. (laughs) But one of those whispers this week for me, so a lot of you know this, every Saturday I spend my entire day getting my heart ready for Sunday. I, I don't go out. People ask us to go do stuff and whatever. Um, Hey, set aside the whole day. I, I set aside the day. The day. I, yeah. I'm getting my heart focused on what God is going to do on Sunday. Um, anyways, after after the day is done, typically towards the evening, every Saturday, I'll go up to the gym. And to me, it's just relaxing. It's quiet. There's like nobody in the gym. Uh, but this past Saturday, I, I walked into the gym. And when I did, there was a lady at the front desk that was checking me in. And I felt that small little whisper of the Lord, and he encouraged me, slow down and ask her, how are you doing? And so mm-hmm. I asked her, I said, hey, how are, how are you doing? And she said, oh, I'm doing good. I said, no, 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 how are you doing? And when I did, this precious lady uh, behind the desk that was just checking me in, her eyes filled up with tears. I mean, they just started cascading down her face. And she began to open up to me about her life. And I had the opportunity to minister to her. But that would have never happened Mm -hmm. had the Holy Spirit not been speaking. He wants to speak to you. He wants to talk to you about the person you're supposed to marry, the college you're supposed to attend, uh, your friends, your job, so much more. It's good. Yeah, he's he's wanting to speak. So many people, you know, will say that they um, can't hear God speak. But yet the truth is, it's not how loud he speaks, it's often how well that we're listening. How are we really listening? That's a big 
deal. And I'm, I, I guys, we we are sometimes trained to make sure that we listen to what our wives are. are. I'm failing at this training. <laughs> I'm going to kick Chris under the table. Okay. But. but yeah, it, it's not how loud God speaks. It's how well that you're listening. Because I promise you today, keep your head on swivel. He will be speaking to you about things you're supposed to do. And so do it. And that's when you'll experience God moving through you in massive ways. Here's the third truth that the devil fights for you to believe. It is, I believe that I am more than a conqueror in every challenge life brings. Oh, I like this one. There's nothing <laughs> like conquering and just forward moving, full steam ahead. I love it. Tell, tell them Romans 8.37. This is a good verse, y'all, if you don't know it. It says, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. Woo-hoo! I'm telling <laughs> you, hey, it would be great to be a conqueror. But we are more than conquerors. Absolutely. Listen, if we barely manage to win our way into heaven by the skin of our teeth, it could be said of us that we're a conqueror. But you are more than a conqueror. And and someone that that is more than a conqueror, someone that takes the worst that life can throw at him, and they use it to become victorious. And in your own strength and ability, you can't enter into heaven. In your own strength yeah. and ability, you can't win on this earth by yourself. Yeah. But with the Lord, you can be more than a conqueror. That's good. It's the person that, by the grace and the gifts of God within them, actually takes the very things that were designed to destroy them, and they simply become stepping stones instead of stumbling blocks. I love it. It's and that I, pain and the purpose, honey. I mean, purpose and the pain. It's that pain and the purpose. <laughs> you know what I mean. But hey, everybody, I need you to realize this. Whatever obstacle you're up against right now, you're more than a conqueror, not because of anything that you do or your strength or your abilities, but because of who it is that lives on the inside of yes. you. It's kind of like the... Uh, uh, I've always been a, a little bit of a... It's one of my ways that I, I relax. I like playing some video games. And uh, it's kind of like having the cheat codes <laughs> when you play video games. Because, you know, you just want to win so bad. I don't know about the cheat codes. But, you, I mean, you know about wanting to win real bad. Wanting to win. Yeah. So, and these just make you win automatically? No, you... All the bad guys die or So something? back in the day, come on, everybody, those of you that used to play Nintendo back in the day, hmm. there was a video game called Contra. Okay. And the code to that was up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A-B-A, start. Stop. And you had unlimited guys. Are you just making that up? No. You know that for real? I still remember it, yeah. Oh, my up, goodness. Up, up, down. But you had to do it during a certain song that was being played at the beginning. <laughs> But you would do up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A-B-A, -B -A, start, and you would conquer the whole game. It was the best thing. Awesome. So in other words, with the Lord. Yeah, you got your code. You got your up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A-B-A, -B -A, start. <laughs> That's good. You like that? <laughs> All the gamers are going to get that. All the gamers that. say, like hey, it. man, to okay. that. That's good. Oh. Okay, here's the fourth belief that the devil is fighting you on. And it's, I believe God is the author of my promotion in every, every area. area of life. 
See, Psalms 75, verse 6 through 7 says, No one from the east or west or from the desert can exalt themselves. It is God who judges, brings one down, and he exalts one another. See, you need to know that God is the one that wants to promote you. And when it happens, realize it, that God's the one that's promoting you. Yeah, yeah. It comes from him. It's oftentimes we can get caught up in thinking that it is our um, works or our ability or our whatever, you know, that that almost the pressure is on us, but also the reward is because of us. And that's the farthest thing from the truth. It really that's is the great, Lord. Yeah. The, yeah. The re, it, it's not on us. It's not. So we work our best. We work our hardest. We we represent the Lord. It says, work as unto the Lord. And yes. so I'm going to give him my best. I'm going to work with excellence. I'm, I'm glad that the Lord didn't work as some people do. I mean, just lazy and just whatever. I mean, he gave everything to the very end. Listen, I want you to realize this. God can get you anywhere he needs to get you in one one day's period of time. That's true. Think about this. Joseph in the book of Genesis went from the prison to second in command over all of Egypt in one day. It doesn't matter what it looks like in your life. So good. God can promote you in one day. He can turn it all around. The whole situation can be changed, can be different. And the problem is that when God does promote us, and you were talking about this earlier, uh, sweetie, is that uh, oftentimes people forget. They forget who it God. was, who it was that put you in the position that you have, or gave you the we, o- opportunity the that you had. Yeah, the relationships. Let's not be those people that forget that the goodness of God. God says, "Hey, I want you to honor me with." With you, with your generosity, and and we start thinking, oh, it's only because of it's us. It's me. I did it. And we yeah. all, like myself included, I, I've had times where so where God's blessing, and you just you forget. Yeah, it's God who gave us the ability in all things: the mind, the idea, the strength, the health, the, all of it. It's all His. It all comes from Him. And Psalm seventy-five says that. Yeah. So so today. Make sure that your heart is humble and this 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 attitude that says, Lord, I just recognize that everything that I have, I it's it's because every of you. good and perfect gift comes from the Father. Yeah. Every good and perfect everything. Gift it's all comes from, from him. him. From the Father, because we're his kids. Yep. In fact, I, I I've been saying it like this for years. I've said anybody else in the world would love to trade days with your worst mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Because as Americans, we're so blessed. God, God has, and to whom much is given, much is required. Just remember, everybody, that that the devil wants does not want you to be promoted. God wants to promote you, and when He does, don't forget to Let's thank honor Him, him yeah. and thank Him, and and come back to Him and say, "It's only because of You, Lord." Yeah. Here's the fifth belief. Hey, I hope you guys are liking this today. I hope you're enjoying this because. This will really change your life when you start getting these beliefs in your heart. Here's the fifth belief that the devil fights you to believe, and that's this. I believe that when I pray, God hears me and answers me. That is a truth that will change your life, change your prayer life. That the God life. of the universe actually wants to hear me speak. Yeah. He wants to hear what's going on in my heart. wants to hear your heart. Your... So I've had a lot of people ask me, they've said, well, Chris, why... Why do I need to pray if God already knows everything? Why like Why sin- do I need to... Why, what? <laughs> I was going to say, that's like saying, 
why do why should I say that I love you to Chris because he already knows that I love him anyway. I told him 20 years ago when we got married. Oh, that that was that's a, like a <laughs> that's a cop out. <laughs> that's it. That's that's why yeah. because you want to know what someone's thinking, how they feel, even if they already told you this, right? I want to know how your day was, not how last month was. I want to mm-hmm. know like now. What was this like for you today? Because mm-hmm. I care about your the details of your life and the things that concern you and the things that you laughed about and are happy about. Like that's how much the Lord cares for us and why he wants us to come daily. And talk to him. Talk. Prayer is a conversation and it's two ways. God wants to speak to you. Yeah. And that's why we have two ears and one mouth and I think we need to listen a little bit more in our in our times of prayer. That's good. So one of the things I like to do is I put on some worship music. We our team is creating an instrumental soaking worship I album. Can't wait to hear uh, it. It's in fact when they were recording it, those that were in the room when it was happening, uh, they they tell me that the presence of God so dropped in that room that that there really wasn't a dry eye in the place. Wow. And it it's going to be awesome. As it's and it's released on what Spotify and when when is it coming out uh, in January with okay. our twenty one days of prayer and fasting. All right, but prayer. It, listen, don't make this into this difficult thing. Prayer should be as natural as breathing. So you know, Tatum was just talking a second ago about you know what was your day like, what was going on. Just talk to God. Just let Him know. Yeah. Hey, I, I got I got this certain meeting coming up today, and Lord. I'm nervous about this. Yeah. I need your strength. I need your help. God is in the into the details. He really is. He wants to know. He cares. He sees them. And he wants to be present and active in the details. So, yeah, we just have to simplify it. It's not what you maybe grew up imagining or, or I don't know what people's religious backgrounds were and the, what setting you were in that prayer has to be really formal, but it's not. It's you can have great prayer in your car, in the shower, and you know, any time throughout the day. It doesn't have to be regimented. And put some worship music on when you pray, everybody. Please. Like put put some Bethel worship on. Put some upper room on. Put some uh, uh, elevation or Hillsong or Life Fellowship or just fill your life with great worship, and it helps your prayer. Okay, here's the sixth. Um, belief that the devil is fighting you on? And it is. I believe that as I meditate on God's word, he makes my way prosperous. Nothing like meditating on the scripture. Well, it renews our mind, right? That's what scripture says. That's why the devil wants is fighting you so to keep you away from the Bible. <laughs> he doesn't want us to get in it. Fights us on every account with prayer and the word. He'll tell that's you that it's so boring at. and that God's, this is just a dead book. And it's just, no, the Bible is alive. Every day we need to get into the Bible. I say it all the time. You eat every day, so eat every day. That's true. Joshua chapter one, verse eight. God told him, he said, keep this book of the law always on your lips meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. And then it says this, God, here's the promise that if you'll do those things, then you will mm-hmm. be prosperous mm-hmm. and successful. I remember it, it was a couple of years ago, uh, I was praying and I didn't like something that was in the Bible. So I was arguing with God and God impressed upon me. He said, Hey, Chris, 
how long have you been alive? <laughs> and I said, well, sir, you know, at that time I was 30. I said, um, I, I said, I'm 30. He said, and, and how, how old am I? And I, I said, and I figured out where God was going in, with this because <laughs> he's never had a beginning. <laughs> He's never he's never had a yeah. beginning. He's never not existed, and that makes our minds. He's go like, tilt. okay, son, let me tell you something. Yeah, you can understand like being born now and living for forever. Sort of, yeah, because okay. we are but eternal beings. What your mind can't wrap around is yeah. never not being, existing. Yeah, because we There's are no all beginning. created beings. Yeah. So God has never not been. He has always been. And when we try to think about that, our brains go tilt. I mean, they. They like, they, it, it's the breaker trips and you just, so in other words, hey, Chris, are you going to trust your wisdom or yeah. are you going to trust my wisdom? Or just my trust infinite that this wisdom. good father yeah. knows what he's doing for his son, his daughter. And is working in your life. Trust me. Yeah, trust me. And if you'll me. do what I'm telling you to do, you're going to find, I'm going to prosper you. I'm going to give you success. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take you. care of you. But we can't know what he's telling us to do if we don't meditate or get into the word. So what are right? some things that we do at our home to get the, the word into us? Well, we read it daily. <laughs> we, okay. re that, so we, we read we it. We read it daily. Yeah, Number two, it's not just a random. You and I random. will always, almost every morning, we will tell each other what it is that we were studying, what we were learning. Or we what like, stood out to us. Yeah. What, what, yeah, just talking about it. So it's so not we a... we talk about the word of God yep. in our homes. Number three, we have it on different places throughout the house. We have little boards that we write the word of God. Yeah. Uh, when we go into the pantry, there it is. You've done a great job of that throughout all these years. It's it's just, I've been so impressed. My daughter, Blakely, uh, she has been on this. Scripture memorization. Oh my like goodness. I'm listening to, uh, to my daughter up in her room. Worship music is on and she is uh, quoting and memorizing I mean, scripture after scripture after scripture. I mean, and not just like Jesus wept. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good if, starter. There you go. If you want to know a real, it's the shortest verse in the Bible. For your three-year-old. Okay, yeah. the rest of us, you can do we But can she's do more, memorizing but, yeah, all lots. kinds of like paragraphs of God's word, yeah. getting it on the inside of her. So writing it down in a place, for me, I like screenshot a lot of times if I'm studying or reading something that morning and there's a verse that stands out to me, I'll then go to my Bible app and I like to screenshot it and highlight it. And then I save it in my camera roll or I just pull it up throughout the day. When I get to the gym, I'm on the treadmill. I oftentimes will go back and like look at it again. And and then I love going um, into the Bible app and find, reading different translations of it. So I love to see the amplified version, the message version, the Anyway, I kind of geek out on just seeing it from a different um, interpretation of what one word might have meant. And so that's is really meditating. It's not just one um, verse that I heard on a Sunday and then I don't look at the Bible or think of it throughout the week. It's really, um, like Chris is saying, we eat every single day. We have to have bread um, and water to nourish our physical bodies, but but our spiritual souls need to be nourished and the way that we feed them is in the Word of God. Or maybe not bread. Maybe there's like meat, like a steak. How about a filet mignon? I would take that too. Uh, uh, oh, and some bread pudding to go along with it. <laughs> now that is the bread. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. We're a little hungry Sideways over here. energy here. Okay. So uh, here's the last one uh, that the devil fights you on. 
I believe that nothing is impossible because I believe in God. Like he wants to fight you on your belief in God and the belief that nothing is impossible. Jesus said in Mark 9, 23, he said, if it were, it, they said to Jesus, talking about this guy needing to be healed, it said, if you can, Jesus replied, everything is possible for the one who believes. I love I'm that. I'm telling you, nothing is impossible There's with God. There's nothing too hard for the Lord, nothing, nothing that he can't do. I've been, I've been saying this for a long time, and I, I got it from my dad. I'm thankful for my spiritual heritage, but he's told me many times, he says, Chris, anything that's over your head is under God's feet. So good. So whatever you're going through today, it's under God's feet. It may be over your head. You may be drowning. You might think, oh, I can't make this. I, I, can't, uh, I can't deal with the doctor's report yeah. or what's going on with my kids or at the job or the stress yeah. or the pressure or all that. But it's in those times that the, I think the Lord wants to lead us to himself in that point of our life, often that point of suffering, that point of um, not having the answer because our hope then fully is placed in him alone and not in our ability to fix it or resolve it. So everybody, come on, listen to me. Listen, listen, listen. Dream big dreams. Accomplish great things. Let nothing hold you back from discovering all that God has for you. I mean, the devil would want nothing more than to keep you all tied up small-minded, this grasshopper mentality. Yeah, yeah. But instead, every time that you attempt something, know that nothing is impossible with God. So hey, everybody, swing for the fence each and every single time, because God's with you. Amen. Well, hey, everybody, this has been an awesome day today already. So fun. And we hope that you enjoy the rest of your day so honored to be able to speak into your yeah, life through these podcasts. it's great to do this with you guys. Hey, if you enjoyed this, why don't you help us spread the word, put it out on social media, share it with your friends, text it to somebody, and let them know, hey, you need to do some life with Chris and Tatum. <laughs> so hey, everybody, we hope you have a great day. God bless you, See everybody. See you guys. Bye-bye.